with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot cope with it. Can't do it. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. Episode number 58 of the Clock Dodgers Podcast. It is so good to be back. I feel like I took a hiatus. I feel like I haven't done this in a week or something. It feels like I've been gone for too long. But I did come back with a special guest. This is is episode number 58. It's 58 episodes too long for this person not to have been on here already. But, you know, sometimes good things take time. So I do want to welcome to the show. This is the master of polls on the Fantasy Life app, Mr. Census Rankings himself, Mr. 15-0 in the Clock Dodgers League. Welcome to the show, Swagzilla. What is up, man? Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Excited. Of course, man. Do you want me to call you Swag on here? What do you, what do you want to go by on this on this episode, man? Oh, uh, man, you can call me Swags. You can call me whatever you want. Um, I, I think you gave me a 16 and O, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let that slide by. Um, I'll stick to Swag, man, because that's what I'm used to calling you. So I'm just going to call you Swags, man. That's That keeps it simple for me. Sounds good. That way I don't feel like, you know, I'm talking to somebody else. That's what I call you. So, so you know, for those who don't know, obviously, me and you know each other through the, the Fantasy Life app. You're, you know, you have your own chat on there, the, uh, the, you know, the, the fantasy chat, the 2016, 2017, whatever you want to call it now, um, FL chat. You're in the Clock Dodgers chat all the time. You were voted, what was it, best advice giver on the app? Yeah, I, I forget exactly how they worded that. Best, best fantasy advice for the year of 2016. Something good. So you, so you held it down on there, man. Basically, you hold it down on there. We've been talking forever on there. You're one of the, you know, the truest on there, one of the realest on there. And so, you know, it's been a long time coming to have you on here. Obviously, we've been talking about this for forever. Uh, it, it, is... it might even be one of the most addicted. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. The app? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The addiction. Yeah. The app is great. The addiction. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not, yeah it but might I, not be a good thing. I'll take it. Yeah, we've 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 met a lot of cool people through there, like each other. You get a lot of good fancy advice on there. It's fun. So you know, although our you know significant others or our children or our friends <laughs> may not appreciate it, you know we appreciate it. So we're obviously gonna talk about a lot of football stuff here, a lot of other stuff. But you know, like I said before, we you know when we first started here, you're infamous on the app for your polls for these. Um, you know, two, you know, you always put two players against each other, whether it's running backs or receivers, and you just kind of let everybody vote on them. And then you gather them all up in some system that you have that is a uh, priority, you know, some kind of special system that no one knows about. Um, but you put it through your little ranking system and you come out with census rankings at the end of it all. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know what I mean? It's a lot of fun. Is, what, what can you tell us about the poll? Like what, 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 why did you start doing them? What is the, you know, the madness behind it as far as can, can you give us any insight to it? Oh, man. You know, I kind of started doing them. It's so funny because you, you, you get done playing fantasy football and uh, and somebody like you can obviously kind of tell like how much I enjoy just just talking about fantasy football in itself. So in our like what we call our normal lives, like a lot of my people get sick of me. So 
which is uh, why the fantasy life app is so great. But so anyway, I just kind of like had this idea sort of like, how could I start getting ready for next year? Like it, it, it was never even, it was never even thought of as what it became at right from the get go. I just kind of wanted to get like an idea of like kind of what the world was friends in different parts of the country. And I just started thinking like, man, you know, there's so much more to this than one person's opinion. You know, if you like have your favorite person, whoever it may be just because they end up with, you know, 50 running backs it doesn't mean that's it's never ending that way right and i kind of wanted more of a tool to what it became actually sorry is more of a tool to try to know what some of us more novice people were thinking gotcha and and and, and it works because like you know you call the census rankings it's like it's not some experts ranking it's not somebody you know from a website um, like, uh, you know, one of the bigger, bigger networks that kind of, you know, you're almost force fed it because they're so big. They just, you know, they're kind of the giants of the industry. And so those guys become the ones that we follow, but really the census amongst us regular, I guess you could say, you know, I don't know if you want to call us just addicts or whatever you want to call us, but us players all have different opinions, but your rankings show, you know, where these people are amongst our rankings. It kind of helps you not just you know, in overall football, but just even in drafts and stuff to kind of gauge where the average person or the, the diehard or whatever kind of league you're in may lean when it comes to certain players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because, um, I mean, and you probably see even on the app sometimes like where somebody will be like, Oh, why is McCoy so low? And I'm, I'm thinking like, why the hell is he so high? Yeah. Like, yep. and, and, <laughs> and they kind of, um, somebody that might not know what we're doing may think those are my rankings, but they're kind of like, no, we put these together. Right. Like, this is what we all thought. Right. This is like, I totally disagree with some of this, you know? So, <laughs> like, so, so when they say, me, why is McCoy so low? Well, you need to ask everybody else here because they're, he's, he's so low because of them. You know what I mean? It's not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you'll notice I use a lot of like, well, that's where we put him and that's what we're doing. And, and, uh, and people catch on. You've seen it, I think, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's different. You know what I mean? It's like I said, instead of just hearing one person's opinion, you get, you know, this general, um, you know, cast this net that you cast and basically everyone, you know, gives their input. It's, it's, it's different and it's interesting. And like I said, it's better than just, you know, two or three guys from a certain, per, you know, place telling you what they think. It's just like everybody telling you what they think in a, in a way. And with it being... So, um, I guess, how do you say this? It's like, you don't have to go on record for your decision. You know what I mean? Like your opinion, you, you know, guys go in there and they, and they say how they feel, but you don't have to. And I almost feel like you get a truer vote from people when they don't have to, because they're mm-hmm. not afraid of being called out on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny too. Cause even, uh, today I did, uh, Keenan Allen and Amari Cooper and, um, Amari Cooper is winning that but everybody that spoke up wanted Keenan Allen. <laughs> so the, the Amari Cooper guys just weren't, weren't very vocal for the guy, but they had his back when it came to voting. So, so I mean, well, let, let's kind of go into it a little bit because you gave me um, an early top 10 um, wide receiver and running back list. 
that you've kind of, you know, gathered so far from, from your polls. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's still a lot of time to go, but this is kind of where you're at right now. And I just want to kind of go over it so people can kind of get a general idea of what people are saying right now, you know, where technically football is not even over because we're, you know, we're about to come up with the Super Bowl, which we'll get into in a little bit. But, you know, this is still fresh in people's minds. And there may be people who got burned by guys, you know, who felt that they busted or they got some kind of, you know, anger towards them. We got some guys who, you know, won people's season, so they feel even better about them than they probably should. But this is where we're at right now. Um, I don't know. You think it's easier to go – I guess we'll just go down the whole list first and then pick out things that we think are shouldn't be there or that are lower or too high or whatever the case may be, okay? Mm-hmm. So we'll start with the running backs. This is the list from, from 1 to 10. You got Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Zeke, LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Howard, Freeman, Melvin Gordon, Jay Ajayi at 8, Todd Gurley at 9, and Lamar Miller at 10. So just – just off of hearing that, what stands out to you the most, regardless, negative or positive? Um, I mean, that top three right now, like, it's so hard to argue. I But some call me crazy, but I'd put – I'd go Bell, Zeke, David Johnson right there. Right. But you're a David Johnson guy. I would go David Johnson first. I would love any of those guys. So that, that, and that's one of those things too, when you're doing those ones and you're like, Oh, I want Zeke. And everybody's like, Oh, you're fucking crazy. And you're like, gosh, well, I would love to have David Johnson too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So like the first thing that sticks out to me here is Todd Gurley. If you, I mean, at number nine, (laughs) if you think about that, like where he was his rookie season to where he is today and you know, considering the wide receivers that I haven't even listed yet who will get drafted a lot, many before him, he's going to be an amazing value if you can even get, you know, just a slight bump up. I mean, you, you don't imagine that he'll do worse than this year. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if you can just get a little closer or in between, you know, the, the two years, that's going to be a great value, wouldn't you say? Well, oh, of course. You'll notice, I mean, you'll notice his name is in all capital letters. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> And this is a guy who wrote a love letter to him. So I know you you, know, you, you probably like this. You like that he's low because you feel like, okay, I'm going to be able to snatch him up. Uh, you know, but the thing is, is that, I mean, if you're in a draft with me, I mean, because, yeah, and I didn't want to say Todd Gurley because everybody knows Todd Gurley's way too low for me there. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you're in a draft with me, though, I'm not taking – any of those guys after Zeke before Todd Gurley. So I'll take him before McCoy, Howard, Freeman, Melvin, and Ajaya. Interesting. That's <laughs> interesting, know, so man. I don't care. <laughs> no, I got you, man. I, and I, and I, I like mean, it. I really think he'll do better in that offense. Like, <sighs> You believe in the young head the coach, man? talented, man. You got faith in that I, young head coach? I think anything's better than Jeff Fisher, and I know <laughs> that's, that's such a cop out to the question, but no, it's, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I mean, you know, give Goth another year. You know, I don't know. Even Lamar I, Miller I, is kind of low on that list. I feel like he's kind of low. I'm not a Lamar Miller guy. I'm not either, but just volume wise, I mean, he he he. You know, you feel like he, he again another guy that I feel like can only do better. I don't I don't see him doing worse. Um, I mean, you got guys like Melvin Gordon ahead of him who, 
you know, is going to have Danny Woodhead back. You know, I, I don't know. You know, we don't know what that offense is going to look like with a whole new staff. Jordan Howard had one really big season. You know, a lot of people seem to like him a lot, though, um, going into next year. It's one of those things. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Obviously, there's things to pick apart here, and people listening right now are probably, you know, either screaming or agreeing with us on some of these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's so many guys to still even squeeze in there. Yeah, that you could argue that could fall in that top ten somehow still. And, and things are going to change. There's going to be rookies drafted that people are going to love, like Fournette and stuff. You got guys who are going to get traded or, you know, free agents to different and, teams. And quite honestly, I mean, all, every – even Bell, David Johnson, and Zeke, I mean – each of those guys all have question marks that are going to be everybody's going to be talking about them all off season when they're like oh but david johnson's coming off an injury and what if bell gets suspended and what if zeke goes to trial and i mean all oh, sophomore slump yeah exactly so even those guys all like have all that like yeah and, and anyone all we're hear about. anyone who's been playing fantasy long enough knows there's no certain you know player that's a guarantee um, so there's there's definitely things that could happen. Let, let's look at the, the wide receivers really quick. The top ten wide receivers. I don't receivers. like McCoy there. I oh say man, don't, don't, like don't hate on McCoy. McCoy. Don't hate on McCoy. Yep. Don't hate on McCoy. Don't like McCoy there. Who 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 told you McCoy was gonna have a good year last year? <laughs> Come on now, man. Come on now. You you own him in uh in the dynasty. Clock Dodgers dynasty. Yeah, man. I I, I believed, man. I believed. And when I was, and when people were trying to trade with me and stuff, they were like giving me peanuts for him, and I'm like, nah, man, this dude's gonna ball out. I, I at least felt a little justified there, man. I gotta, you know, I gotta bring it up. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I mean, and and and, and do you feel like by the, by the end of the, you know, by by the time the season starts, by the time you're done with these polls and you get the census rankings up, uh, will the top ten look like this, or it's highly likely that something's gonna change here? I think these running backs are kind of gonna set. I think some of these. I, I I think some people will come to their senses on Todd Gurley, and and I'm not even trying to be a dick about it, but I don't know. I think they're being pretty hard on him, and kind of like you said, you know, you come out of those seasons, and I mean, everybody's like Todd Gurley sucked, and that's I mean, what I'm saying. And but he didn't suck. I mean, <laughs> Todd Gurley was an RB two. Todd Gurley underperformed and he was a huge disappointment i'll give anybody that but anybody you were still starting him any week yeah for sure i mean you you were happy with i mean i don't want to say you're happy with it because it was it was almost humiliating to have to even own todd Gurley after everything i talked about him last year (laughs) (laughs) but you won't trade him this year you won't pass up on him in the draft this year you know what i mean so no, you're sticking to it, and that's good. But <laughs> yeah, and I'd put Melvin. I'd probably have you know my top five for that. I would probably go Bell, Zeke, David Johnson, Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Jay Ajaya. Now I'm six though, and then McCoy around seven. No love, no and love. Then Freeman. But this, you know, that's for draft. I told somebody earlier today, like. Um, those that's kind of my draft rankings. Like if we were talking like weekly, and I know McCoy's starting, I'm gonna give him his love. Right, right. But right. for me, just because of those miles, like everything I know about the guy, like when he's on the field, I want him. But for my draft, I just I can't do it. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Let Let's look really quick at the top ten wide receivers. All right. So sorry. we got Antonio Brown, 
<clears throat> excuse me, Antonio Brown, uh, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham at number three, AJ Green at four. Then you got Jordy Nelson, T.Y. Hilton, Des Bryant at number seven, Mike Thomas at number eight, Keenan Allen at nine, and Allen Robinson at ten. Now, this one I have more issues with. I have more issues <laughs> with this than I have with this the This one's backs. crazy. This one's And then nuts. you'll end up squeezing uh, Cooper in, in between Mike Thomas and Keenan Allen, too. Well, I, I was going to say, the fact that Mark Cooper's on the list already pisses me off. That's number yep, one. He's he's got he got he made it in there today. So if you squeeze him in there today, who comes off? A Rob. A Rob bounces okay, down. Okay, so A Rob bounces down. Now, tell me your opinion. Do you believe Mike Thomas belongs on this list? Oh, <sighs> that name bothers me there, man. And trust me, I love the guy. Especially, I mean, about I I would man, it's so tough because I mean, you would take. A Rob in a heartbeat. If A Rob had last year's season, like his 2015 season, you take him over Mike Thomas. You wouldn't take that. You, no way would you take Cooper in the top ten, right? right. Even a Raiders fan, right? Probably, his, maybe his not. Second year, right? Not 2017, but this year in a draft. So yeah, it, it's high. The dude's a stud, though, and they really like him. And the one thing about Mike Thomas is how. At all the talk that the coach talk, he's one player that I think the coach talk just held so true on all through training camp. He was just the whole time they were just raving about Mike Thomas, Mike Thomas, and he, he and you're just like, ah, oh, it's coach talk, you know. And we're all kind of like cooks, 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 and you know what I mean, like Kobe Fleener, and then Mike Thomas just killed it, and then he he just never stopped. So. That's one thing that, like, just that when you take that into account, I think that they're more in love with him than the fantasy world. Right. I mean, I I love Mike Thomas. I think he's great. I have him on a bunch of teams. I have him in some dynasties. I like him. But I hear you. Top 10? Yeah, that's yeah. rough, dude. It, 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 he's it's kicking a lot of people out. Yeah, after one year, you put him there. And then, of course, you have a situation where, you know, the Saints, Drew Brees, his Cooks coming back, you got Snead, you know, what's happening to the offense. I mean, I had guys last year after week two or one or two or three, whatever it was, when Snead was going off, that said Snead was a top 10 wide receiver last year, that he would finish as a top 10 wide receiver or top 15 or top 10, whatever. You know, guys get crazy with that offense because you never know. You know what I mean? Like Snead goes off crazy a couple of weeks and Cooks goes off crazy and Thomas goes off. So if they can make that yeah. more clear, if Thomas is like, he's our guy, he's our number one, that's who we're targeting like crazy, then that changes things, you know? But yeah. the offense, while great, it's so it's spread around so much. You never know, you know, who's right. really going to get that kind of action. To put him in the top well, 10 just I seems... I don't see putting Devontae Adams in the top 10 either. No, I wouldn't put And I'd kind of put him in a similar situation to Mike Thomas. You know who I don't... Um, I don't see on your list Mike Evans. Oh, Mike Evans is in there. You know what? I think Mike... I have to look at a different list. I don't want to leave maybe my just room, not, Maybe just not on my... <laughs> no, no, no. He's probably just not on my version, but that's okay. He still belongs... You know, Mike Evans top. is... Uh, Mike Evans, I wanted to say, ended up above... Odell Beckham though. So number two, three. I want to say Odell Beckham is four. So Odell Beckham's four. And then that pushes Keenan Allen and A. Rob out. But oh man, it's it's also interesting that Keenan Allen 
is this high we'll after? We'll get this all updated, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, before you post it up or anything, you know, you do post them on cloudouters.com also. But um, the, the Keenan Allen thing is interesting, too, right? Because you're talking about a guy who hit the IR twice last the last two seasons, seasons end, season ending, IR, and people still have faith. I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> I like him, and I got him in some leagues, and I'm keeping him, and I feel good about it. I'm gonna try it again, but still, top ten. I don't know. Is it too much of a risk? You know what I mean? It's a real gamble. Well, it's you know I was so hard on Jordy Nelson last year because of the same thing, and and then he came out and just killed it, and. So it can happen, but I, I agree with you 100%. People seem really confident about Keenan Allen. I don't quite understand it. If he can stay healthy, I, it makes sense, but that's I'd, the question. I'd take Allen Robinson over Keenan Allen. I'd take, I'll take, you know what, I'll take Alshon Jeffrey over Keenan Allen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, I can't but go I'll that far. I'll take Keenan Allen over Mike Thomas. I'll take Keenan over Alshon. But I can't. I don't. You know. I don't know, man. And 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 this one is even more volatile than the running backs, in my opinion. Like this could really shake up that bottom six to ten. You know, like that could really shake up before the season. You know, approaches because of you know, like you said, guys signed in different places. He'll be traded. All kinds of stuff. Offense is changing. That that you know, the top five are pretty solid. They're not going to really move. But everything below that's pretty um, flexible. You know. I think Jordy's too high. Because of the injury, Even risk, get, right? The age. Yeah. Kind of the same thing I went into with McCoy. And you know what? I really like Dez. I like Dez and Dak. Yeah. I think Dez is too low. I think this is going to shake up before it's all said and done. Yep. I think it'll... It think... changes so much with, like, the off-season hype, like, I noticed the, the longer a team is in the playoffs, the better those players are for next year because they're fresh in people's heads. Right. Like, when you get eliminated, you you suck because people are thinking <laughs> about you that way. You know, so. Chris Hogan jumps into the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, it's kind of uh, what have you done for me lately? You know, people's perception just kind of goes that way, it seems like, but. Yep. We'll see, man. We'll see how this all shakes up. But it's interesting stuff. You know, if you're on the Fantasy Life app, you obviously already vote for these. But if you haven't voted for them, go back. Right, w- w- now, one question really quick. With these polls, uh, do you, like, after a certain amount of time, just ignore it? Or, like, are they forever? Like, are you always looking back on your old polls and seeing where they're at? Or do you just, after a certain amount of time, it's, like, dead to you, that poll? Um... Do you know what I mean they're like never, it, like is like after a day okay I'm done with this one now I've moved on or is it like you're still looking back to see if they're changing like how does that work? No, that's a good question. You know I don't really look back after they've reached a certain point, but with some of them you can just tell. You just know right. like that's done. Like there's no way that guy's gonna come back. You've been watching it long enough, and and you give it to him whether he won it or lost it, and. uh I like to keep them there. They're kind of like notes. Every now and then I'll delete one if um, it it starts to look like they're duplicating themselves a little bit. Right. But I like to keep them there. Um, 
read through what people said, throw it in your face, you know. <laughs> Get some bets going. I've got going. some of them boarded. Yep. That's what I was gonna say. So, but um, but yeah, after a minute, like they reach a certain point, like you just kind of know. And then when you're kind of tidying it up, like if say Latavius Murray signs with a good team and then we'll run him through another boat and he'll move up a little bit because he'll have better opportunities, something like that. Right. And then <laughs> to get that excitement. Like it's not exciting enough if Latavius Murray's on the Raiders. Come on, man. Come on. I was, I was hoping to get a little more out of you. Come on, man. It's already but, exciting enough. But just like hypothetically, though, you know, he's a free agent, and if if somebody like him were to go to another team, or even if he started talking to teams, it just generates this this hype in our world that people are like, oh, he's going to be so good now, and you know what I mean. And then yeah. he moves up three spots. It generates a little buzz. Yeah, but you got to put it back out there in their face for them to see it that you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, Go back sure. to that poll and. Cool, man. Well, you know, like I said, the polls are lots of fun, if, if nothing else, but they do, you know, create good insight to, you know, the general census of what people are saying, what people are thinking. Um, you know, like you said, the hot and cold of how people feel about players, the buzz that are around players. I think it is a useful tool, you know, when it comes to your draft to kind of, you know, feel out, especially if you're drafting with people from the app. You know, a lot of us are in leagues or tons of leagues on the app itself. Because like you said, we're talking about a group of people here who fantasy football never stops for them. Um, mm -hmm. you, you talk to people in your regular everyday life, you know, people you work with, friends, family. And, you know, there's this quote that everybody says is like, I don't care about your fantasy team. But on the app, they do. You know what I mean? Like they do care about your fantasy team and they want to talk about it all day long and they want to talk about trades and this and that. So um, that's what makes the polls, you know, so fun throughout the off season. It kind of, you know, carries us along. And like you said, as things, you know, players get hot, names get start getting tossed around, you know, you start bringing that into your polls to kind of mm -hmm. see where, you know, adjust people up, you know? We, we care so much about your fantasy teams that we stop looking at our own. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that, there's almost some truth to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. And, and, you know, we've carried it on to all kinds of stuff, basketball and fucking people play baseball. I don't do it. It's just too much. People bringing out friggin' rugby on the app now. I'm like, whoa, going a little too far for, for me probably even. But it's fun, yep. man. It's fun. And, you know, you're the king of polls on there. I, I, I've, I sometimes get to a point where I'm like, oh, that's not a swag poll. I'm not voting on that. Like that's how I guess sometimes if I see like if I if it's how player right? if it's player how versus offensive. player if it's player versus player I'm like I got no time for this. There's only one <laughs> true system here. I'm not messing with it right now. This is you know if it's something that's different, obviously I don't care. But when it's something you know that you do, I'm like, eh, what's the point in getting in this one? Nothing. And it's so much work too that sometimes when I see something going up and you're just like, ah, they have no idea. <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so well, well man we appreciate you doing that and so i just wanted to kind of bring it up and you know kind of dive a little into it because some people don't know it's what it's a about. lot of fun man it's you know? a lot of fun i appreciate like everybody that gets involved i mean it makes it a lot of fun for sure so let's move over to some other stuff really quick though because we did just finish some playoff games some nfl playoff games just finished we had atlanta beat green bay which is pretty interesting and New England beat Pittsburgh. 
So anyone watch listening to this right now, obviously I'm not spoiling anything because I hope that you've watched your NFL playoff games already or seen highlights or something. So we are primed for a New England Patriots versus Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. So the first question I have for you is, who do you got? Right now, who would you pick? Uh, I have to say this, and everybody's going to hear me. <laughs> I, You know, I think I got to go with the Patriots. Like, I, I, I couldn't bet against Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, but, man, the Falcons look so good. I mean, they're just both ends. It's hard to bet against them, too, but – Got to go with the the Michigan guy, Tom Brady, man. Yeah. Even even if he even if he does cheat a little bit. <laughs> you got to appreciate <laughs> that, man. It's a little extra effort. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Patriots too. You know, and a lot of people think that's crazy. You're a Raiders fan. You're supposed to hate the Patriots. They screwed us in that you know championship game. And how can you? I mean, I just feel like, dude, let greatness be great, man. People are like. Oh, they've already won so many championships. I'm tired of seeing it. But it's like, it's not special to you to see that. Like, we don't, you don't, this doesn't happen all the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. let the greatness be great, man. Let these guys flourish. Now, Atlanta certainly is a real possibility to win. I mean, I'm not discounting them at all. Matt Ryan has been phenomenal this year. The offense has been going nuts. Julio has been nuts. The running backs have been great. And the defense hasn't been terrible. So, you know, it certainly is one of those things that can go either way. It's not like crazy or anything for it to happen. But like you said, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and those guys. It's funny. I ran a, a poll on Twitter just straight up asking who, who's going to win this thing, you know, to the to what the people think on, on Twitter. And actually Atlanta won 64% of the voting over, over New England on just on my Twitter for people that voted on it, which I don't know. Again, there's a lot of Patriots hate. People just hate mm-hmm. the Patriots. So I don't know if that's what it is. Or if people are really leaning Atlanta in this, I don't I don't know what the real popular majority uh, opinion is as far as who's really the better team, or if that's just a lot of hate involved. You know, I think there's a lot of hate involved. If you ask me, even even with Tom Brady being the Michigan guy and me throwing out there, if you ask me who I wanted to win, I'd probably say the Falcons. But who do I think's gonna win? I don't know. I have to go with the Patriots if we're putting money on it. Yeah, it's hard to bet against them, but either I think either way it's fun. I mean, if Atlanta wins, it's fun, you know, um, to see them win something and and finally get that again and get to this. They're getting to a you know an important place that all the teams want to get to. And for for the last few years, few seasons, people have felt like they had a pretty good team, you know, a pretty good offense, but they always fell short. But this year they've you know gotten there and it's exciting. So I understand the excitement behind a new team winning and all that kind of stuff too, you know. So is Maddie Ice elite? Man, it's one of those questions. I've seen who acts that on the app, too. Someone acts that also, and it's like, that's a good question. It depends on what you consider elite. Like, that's probably a perspective-based thing. I mean, I think, like, this season, I feel like he had an elite season. Now, to call him, like, overall an elite quarterback, he probably has to do it, for for me, like, three, five, five years maybe. You know, five seasons like that. If he can, If he can pull that together for three to five seasons – and, and continuously play at that level, I'll call them elite. Um, I feel like we're, we, we watch a league of players where guys don't last very long, um, injuries and careers, the offenses that you're in and your career, the coaches that you have don't help sometimes. And I just feel like, you know, you can't expect a guy, I almost feel like, to do it his whole career 100% perfect. You know what I mean? So 
if, if, a, if a quarterback can give you five years of elite level play, I mean, how, how much, what, what else does he have to prove to you in that window? He's elite. You know what I mean? Is Eli Manning elite? See, I don't like Eli Manning, man. I can't he's call him elite. He's got two Super Bowl rings. He's got two Super Bowls, I, I, but I is his ability you. elite? I agree with you. I don't think he has is, elite ability. It is Matthew Stafford elite? No. <laughs> <laughs> is Derek Carr elite? Yes. No, but then if you but if see here's like even the perspective part about it and and maybe it's the wrong way to think about it, but if you ask me if Andrew Luck's elite, I'll tell you I think he is and he's done less than Matt Ryan. But that, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a thing where you think his talent is elite, but his coaching or the team built around him is not allowing him to show you that, right? Sure. Okay. So, I mean, if, if he could show you Matt Ryan numbers for the next five seasons, you're going to say he's elite and nobody will be surprised by that, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, with that, you. so that's why I say if Matt Ryan can do what he did this year for five years, I'll feel good about saying he's elite. I mean, am I going to say he's Hall of Fame, you know, Dan Marino? I don't think so. But, I mean, for the time that we're in, this this kind of league that we're in, I think he's, you know, one of the elite guys. I mean, I mean if you looked at, like, fantasy-wise, he was elite. There was no defenses that he played this year that ever scared you once you've seen what he could do. You know what I mean? So, but what has he done that Matt Stafford hasn't done? Is Matt Stafford in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Is he in the Super Bowl? So, Colin Kaepernick's the elite? Nah. Come on, man. I don't know. Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco's elite? I don't know, man. It's just something about him. Something about <laughs> but, him. They don't call him Stafford Ice. They don't call him Matthew Ice Stafford. <laughs> they call him Matty Ice, man. He's got that cold, that iceness in his blood, man. There's something about I him. There's that, that it factor. I think that he's a, a good quarterback. I think he's a franchise quarterback. And that's even what I told somebody the other day when – I forget who posted that, too, because it was a great question, but – um, the, the question was something like, um, if he beats Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, is he elite? And it, I, I was kind of like, is that the rule for elite quarterbacks? <laughs> like when you beat the Packers, like that's it. And Aaron Rodgers is elite. Aaron Rodgers is elite. No question. But I, I think that Matt Ryan's a franchise quarterback. I think he's good. Is he a Hall of Famer? Probably not. I think that's where it is. I don't know, man. Like if you can unquestionably almost be, I don't know. It's a perspective thing, man. It's always going to be argued. <laughs> it's hard to to really knock it, you know, to narrow it down, man. But I feel Would like you agree that Stafford's a franchise quarterback. I'd agree that he is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. But I still think I'd rather have, like if I had to choose between two and say, throw him on the Raiders, my favorite team, I'd say, give me Matt Ryan probably. Uh, I don't know why though. I just lean more that way. I don't know what it is. Just, and, and I'm not one of the guys who think that Super Bowls are what make you elite or nothing. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks, you know, win Super Bowls who to me are not elite at all. So it's just one of those things. I think it just helps, you know, if you're on the borderline, it helps push you over the top maybe. But if Matthew Stafford brought the Lions to the Super Bowl next year, would I say he's elite? I don't know, man. It's hard when you see a quarterback do so well to, like, try to knock him or find something bad about him, you know? I mean, he's had a lot of great seasons, though. Even, like, 4,000 yards plus seasons. He's had some 5,000-yard seasons. This is true. But he's also had some, some mental errors, right? 
some <laughs> things where you're like, eh, I don't know, man. It's one of those things that are always <laughs> going to be up for debate. But one guy who we both can admit is elite, that we both can admit is a Hall of Famer, is Tom Brady. Is that correct? That's for sure. Okay. And, that, and that's the awesome thing about this, man, is, you know, and, and that's a guy who coming out, nobody thought was elite. No one had, he didn't think he had the pedigree. He didn't think he had all that. And, and now some people will still say he's not elite. Some people will say, it's the system. It's Bill Belichick. It's this. It's that. They won't give him the credit. You know what I mean? So um, I seen who, where, I don't know where I seen this quote. It had to be on one of the major sport networks or something, or somebody, somebody said it, but they said something like when, I don't know if it was like when your kid is trying to play sports or something. I seen it on Twitter, I believe, or somewhere, but they said basically like Tom Brady is the guy who you tell your kids to try to be like, or like, you know, you could be that guy one day and Aaron Rodgers is the guy that like, you can never be like, that's something special or something. You know what I mean? Like talent wise, um, like that, like Tom Brady is a guy you can aim to be. Aaron Rodgers is a guy you dream to be. Do you know what I mean? Like there's some kind of elite separation. They made it seem like talent wise between the two. And I don't know, man. I mean, I forget. I wish I knew who said that quote and had it exactly. I think I'd take Brady. Would you? If you were starting a team today, no Belichick involved, and you were just starting and a team. A, a young Brady and a young Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and take coaches out of it. Take team in, the team that's around them out of it. If you were just starting today, you were drafting a quarterback, you would go Tom Brady? I think so, man. I mean, think of the wide receivers that Aaron Rodgers has gotten to play with over his career and that's even true. coming up behind um, Brett Favre the way he did. And, I mean – if we want to talk about systems like that green Bay system is no joke. I mean, they, they develop all their wide receivers to fit exactly the same system that they've developed their exact quarterback to fit. And I mean, Brady had Randy Moss and Julian Edelman. It does, those are the best he's had. He's won you championships know what I mean, with way less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> way less. Troy Brown. Not that he's not that he's terrible or nothing, but he wasn't, you know, Randy Moss. There's a there's a bunch of guys he's had. I mean, Givens and I can't even think of all these guys' names at the at the, at the moment. But I I would love to see Brady have a wide receiver next year. When he had Randy Moss, dude, you remember how that dude was playing? It was like yeah. um, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Him and Randy Moss, it was like it was just crazy. And that was after Randy Moss sucked on the Raiders. Yep. Piece of shit. <laughs> Piece of shit. I had a Randy Moss jersey and everything. Damn it. You, you have no love once they leave, do you? No, man. Fuck them. Especially when they leave like Randy Moss left. He left like a dickhead, man. It's all right if they leave like on good terms and shit. I don't mind, but it was just like so bitter and shit. I feel like even to this day, he doesn't like show any love for the Raiders. Like, I don't know. Like Charles Woodson left the Raiders, but he's my favorite player ever. And I didn't hate him when he left. And I obviously loved him because he came back. And he still shows love to the Raiders. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like Randy Moss doesn't say shit about the Raiders. Nothing positive, at least. So it's just one of those things, man. Depends on who you are, you know? Whether I like you or not, after the fact. (laughs) I don't know. But we can have this argument for days, obviously, about fucking (laughs) Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all that shit. But... So you so you say New England, I say New England. We both agree that it could go either way easily. We're not saying it's a lock or anything. And it would be fun to see Atlanta win. But 
if you if you had to say one thing is going to be like the the deciding factor in this game or the thing that may put one team over the top do you feel like there's something that would have a certain player that stands out like for the, for the for the Falcons we obviously we spoke about Matt Ryan but is it Julio Jones who's the biggest deciding factor really is it Freeman that's really the deciding factor or yeah, I mean is it Matt Ryan I mean I don't know you know yeah because uh, Julio man. went off yeah and if Julio uh, goes off again I don't know I even wanted to say that Atlanta backfield even just with Tevin Coleman I I hate the Patriots backfield. I always will. Like, <laughs> as a even, fantasy player, it's frustrating as can be. Yeah, those Patriots fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's an interesting thing, man. They they never go with like a main guy and just you know ride him like that. It just doesn't happen that way. But at the same time, you know, this week it's one guy. Next week it's another guy. I don't know. I mean, the Falcons are sort can be like that if they want to be, but it seems like they split the ball so evenly and so well, and they both produce. I don't know. It's 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 interesting for like with the Patriots, you gotta wonder who's gonna go off. I mean, like if they win, I feel like somebody has to go off because you know. I mean, do do you see a high scoring game back back and forth, back and forth? Is that what you see, or do you see something that we don't expect, like a low scoring game? I don't know, man. The more you talk, the more I want to switch. Like, you're talking me out of the Patriots, and I, I think I want to go with the Falcons. Oh, right on air, mid-conversation, yeah. switch to the Falcons. You talked me out of it. You didn't even want to. I yeah, didn't I, want think, to. I mean, man, like, they. I think that the Falcons can turn it up if they want to and just keep going, kind of like they did to Green Bay. I didn't expect to see that, but... I mean, yeah, the Patriots' defense is better than Green Bay's, but, dude, the Falcons got some weapons, man. They got some legit weapons, and I just yeah. feel like if you get into a, you know, all-out war on offense against them, who on the Patriots stands out like that? I mean, we we seen Chris Hogan go off last week, but we don't expect that to happen again, you know? Um, is there anyone else on that team? Edelman, you know what I mean? I don't, I, don't know. He, I don't know if he can make those kind of plays, those big – big big plays i mean he can make some but i feel like i don't know chris hogan had some some huge grabs and you know the falcons running game to me is stronger i don't know man it's you know like you said it's hard to bet against brady it's hard to bet against belichick but the falcons offense has everything needed for a perfect recipe you know what i mean yeah great situation it's a great situation. It's gonna be fun. I, for me, it's gonna be one of the funnest Super Bowls in a while, man. I mean, I know they. Get, I mean, last year's was good. It wasn't bad or nothing. But I just, I'm excited about the Falcons to see. Like, I feel like they could put a real test on offense to the Patriots. Like, they can really challenge them. I, I like that. That that's there. That variable is there. That someone can offensively match the Patriots or or be better. You know. Uh huh. You don't always have that. Sometimes it's like some real strong defensive team, the Seahawks, and their offense is oh, it's pretty good. But, man, elite Matt Ryan? Yeah. Nah, you don't want to say that. You don't want to say he's elite, but he's elite. Yeah, you kind of you, you caught me off guard with that one when you threw elite in there. <laughs> you, you were kind of talking about the team, and then you threw elite in there. <laughs> I had to slide that in there, man. But I think for you, it's just a personal <laughs> grudge, man. It's a Stafford thing. I think uh, because we don't call Stafford elite, you don't want to call Matt Ryan elite. 
I, no, I, I don't think Stafford's elite, to be fair, though. Oh, okay. He was just okay. kind of the gauge I was using. Like, I think that they're franchise quarterbacks. I think that they're really good quarterbacks. I think that either team would have a hard time replacing them. I mean, even we're so hard on some of these NFL quarterbacks, and then you start to think about it, and you're like, well, who are they going to get if they don't have him? You know what I mean? Like, That's true. But We've seen teams I, go on this hunt for a quarterback. Right? right. I mean, they year after year, hunting down a new up, quarterback. You end up with Sam Bradford, and then the next year that team gets a new quarterback, and somebody's like, well, I guess we'll get Sam Bradford. Yep. And, <laughs> you know, and we'll, so. we'll get Brock Osweiler and give him <laughs> stupid, ridiculous money because he's just the man. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, you know, that's, that's why I'm saying it's hard to not call Matt Ryan elite when you got Brock Osweiler starting and Sam Bradford starting and. You know, all these kind of guys. Yeah. Like, you know, they're elite in their, in their class, at least, right now. Um, so we'll see, man. The Super Bowl's a couple weeks away. We got a lot of time to think about this. We can sway back and forth every single day, probably. But, you know, I'm going to stick with the Patriots for now. Like I said, like, greatness be great. I'm not going to hate on them, even though they screwed my Raiders. You, you talked me out of it. You sound like you're talked out of it. You sound like you're going Falcons. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. But maybe I'll talk you back into it next time. You know, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. But it's gonna be fun regardless. And I'll keep my eyes on it. I won't be able to take my eyes off of it because it's gonna be fun. I do think it's gonna be high scoring. I think it's gonna be a blast. So I'm excited about that. One thing also, um, last night, man, I caught this show. I don't know if you do. You watch a lot of TV besides sports. I. Don't I watch a lot of Hulu and Netflix? Do a lot of streaming. Okay, so um, I'm probably behind anything you're watching. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm not really watching anything. All my shows are like on breaks right now and stuff. But um, yesterday I started watching this show that came on after called um, Hunted. Have you heard about this? Keep going. Okay, so it's a show, and again, these kind of shows that are like re- like real people. I never know how real they are how fake they are, how scripted it is. I really don't know. So I, it could be totally fake for all I know. But I like the idea. It was a show where they took these couples, or not really couples, but just pairs of people, um, and they come to you, they let you know you're on the run now, and basically you have an hour to get lost and go go do whatever you're going to do. And your goal is you and this person to, to be on the run for 28 days and not get found. And they have, like, former CIA members, former FBI, former military, former police, all this kind of stuff. And their job is to try to find you. And using whatever they want, you know, whatever they can to try to find you. You don't have, you can't bring money with you. They give you an ATM card. I think there's, like, $500 in the account. But anytime you use it, it, like, lets them know. Like, okay, they just use this ATM at this spot. And so you got to, like, get the hell out of there right away. You know what I mean? Like, it was really, it was a really fun idea. And so it got me thinking, like, 28 days, is that hard? Like, is that really hard? Like, if I really want to disappear for 28 days, is that really hard people looking for me? Do you think that's hard? Do you think, think right now, be. if you, Swag, smashed your phone, deleted <laughs> the Fantasy Life app, all that shit, said, I'm out of here, people are looking for me 28 days, I'm ghost. Do you think you could get out for 28 days? And and the stipulation is I have that card. You have that, that card. Every now and then when I get something, they're going to know I'm They're going to know where or... you were around there. So they're going to come looking for you. They, they and, and the thing is, it's crazy. Like, they, they like for instance, like this one couple. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this show. Okay, so if you haven't seen this show, I'm going to fucking ruin it for you. So you might as well pause, fast forward, do something. But, like, this one couple, 
they went to a train, a bus station, used an ATM in the bus station, and then got a bus ticket. So the cops just go there. Did you just see this man, this woman? Yes, they got on a bus to Atlanta. They waited at the other place, got them right when they got the bus. Like, come on, that's stupid. Some people way more, you know, planned out, but they can go in your house, like look at all the stuff that you left behind, computers, you know, stuff that you maybe wrote down, whatever. Um, con- try to look like surveillance on your family, your friends, and try to see if you're hiding with them. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So the, the end goal is if they can hide for 28 days, they win like $250,000. So it's like, and, but I can do, I can go wherever I want. They're, they're, well, they're in like I a want. radius. They're in like this radius of like four states, but it's like a certain, I forget what the distance is, but it's a certain distance around these four states. Um, and you can go anywhere you want, though. You can go in the woods, you can go with family, friends, random strangers. Like There's no limit. Um, but they're always looking for you, obviously, using everything they can, you know, phone signals, emails, family, friends, whatever they can do to track you. You know what I mean? Hmm. Do I have to have somebody with me? It is a pair. Even for your question. Well, my question, I guess you can go on, you can go on your own. You can go on your own. That'd be so easy. You think so? I think so. If you're alone and, yeah. 28 I days. I do that. 28 I, days. I felt like it was easy, too. But then I was like, I don't know, man. Like, they are pretty good. There's cameras everywhere these days. You know what I mean? Like, every single stoplight has cameras. Every store has cameras. I'm like, I don't know how, you know, that'd be stressful, too. Mentally. Would you be able to sleep even? I don't even know if I could sleep knowing that people are looking for me. It'd be it, it seems fun though. For two hundred fifty thousand dollars I could probably get away for twenty eight days, so Yeah, so are you on film the whole time you're running? They had like I mean, in their situation they had someone filming them, like I don't know if they have So a, do those people tip you off or no, anything? No, like they, don't, that? they don't tip like... you off. Like this one couple, the girl apparently wrote like everything down on a calendar. And then rip that page off to, like, take it with her, like, what their plan was, I guess. Like, whose house to go to and stuff. So they found the calendar in her house with the page ripped off. But they realized that, like, the indention, like, from her pressing hard enough was on that page behind it. And so they, like, started writing over it, like, with a pencil and, like, somehow filling in some of those holes. And they could, like, find an address but not, like, the actual house address, just the street. So they're, like, on the street looking for them and stuff. But they don't know where they're at. You know what I mean? And I was like, damn, I wouldn't even think about something like that. You know what I mean? So I think I could do it if I was alone. I don't think I could do it if I was with anybody. <laughs> somebody slowing you down. I don't know if it's just that, but just even somebody just button heads. And once, you know, you get into those higher stress situations, two people making mistakes, like you making a mistake that I don't want to make me making a mistake that you don't want to make. Yes. It just, it just changes things a lot. Your partner becomes like your enemy. Almost you're like, shit, this person's fucking up left and right. Yeah. You know, you start, that starts playing in your mind. You're like, I should dish this person. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're about to ruin me from $250,000. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know if the show is real, fake. You know, you never know what those shows, but it's entertaining. You know what I mean? So if someone hasn't seen it, I definitely recommend it, man. It's it's fun to uh, to think about it, you know, and and see how it plays out and see how different people handle the situations. Like that first couple, man, I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. It was trash. Yeah. Check out The Great Race, too. It's similar to that. It's it's uh, couples go, and the idea of the one we've been watching is they have to travel all the way around the world, and um, but you never know how you're going to do it, and they give you so much money to get through certain cities to the airport, and um, it starts off with 11 couples, and you just keep getting eliminated, 
as you don't make it to the checkpoints and it's just all about working together and so you're not you're not being chased but you're like in a race against the other groups right right okay but a lot of like high stress situations like big cities and taxis and airports and um the the whole time you can just see how flustered all these people are because they never know what the other teams are doing and but they all just react so much differently to their like normal stressful situations and how everybody handles that shit yeah it's interesting stuff man it's interesting stuff so you recommend the great race i definitely recommend hunted it it's a brand new show i think it premiered yesterday so it seems interesting i just thought it was cool to bring up and talk about because i was like damn 28 days is that a long time can i get away for that long i don't know man i'll take yeah, it to find out more about it yeah definitely check it out but what i want to do now man is i want to do foul or no foul with you man are you ready for this I think so. You're as ready as you could possibly be, man. <laughs> I am damn ready. It's that time again. <laughs> Let's play another round of foul or no foul. I got five. Five foul or no fouls for you, man. And I'm holy cow. I'm interested to see where you're going to go with some of these. The first one, the first foul or no foul, we've actually kind of discussed this gentleman already plenty, but I just wanted to throw this one at you. Tom Brady is the best quarterback in NFL history if he wins the Super Bowl this season? Foul or no foul? I'm going to say foul. Why do you say foul? I like to go with the field on these ones. I mean, there's so many people out there. <laughs> if he wins, he will have the most Super Bowl wins in history. He's already been to the most Super Bowls in history for quarterbacks. What else does a guy got to do, man? Break some records? I... Yeah. I mean, we, we did say, know. we did say that Super Bowl, well, I did say that Super Bowls don't make you the best because I did knock guys like Eli Manning and stuff like that for, even though he won some Super Bowls. So, you know, can't put too much stock into it. I'm just curious though, is it like an ability thing? Is it a, you know, a, a certain, you know, reason why you don't think he's the best ever? I mean, you mentioned I yourself, the, the weapons he's had. I think it's one of those like generational bias things where you think of the best quarterback. And for me, you just, I feel like I'm trained to think of Joe Montana, right? Right. Even if it's not fair. And well, I say no foul. I see your Joe Montana with my Tom Brady. (laughs) How about that? But now I don't think you totally answered your question, but I felt like, when I said I would start a team with Tom Brady, that I felt like you were leaning Aaron Rodgers. No, I, I, I would go Tom Brady also. All right. I think there's just some qualities. some some some. I feel like you can't measure everything off of just skill. You know what I mean? And while Aaron Rodgers is no doubtly smart and all the other everything else, I just feel like there's something special that Tom Brady does. I don't know if it's – you know, raising the guys around him to some special level, if it's making guys believe, if it's putting them in the right place. I don't know what it is, but when you look about, like you said, the weapons he's had and the success success, excuse me, success that he's had, um, I can't just put it all on Bill Belichick's shoulders and say, congratulations, man. You know, while I think he's also one of the best, I can't give him all the credit. So I would lean Tom Brady. I would, man. I would, I would. I agree with all of that. <laughs> I think I still got to go, Joe. Damn you, man. Damn you. It should have been easy to convince you, just like I did with Atlanta, man. 
Uh, but this well, one I wanted you, to convince you, and I couldn't convince you. You you cannot talk me into Tom Brady, I guess. That's fine. You're just talking me out of it. That's fine. The more I talk, <laughs> you're you're pulling further and further away. I can feel it, so that's okay. <laughs> the next foul or no foul. Now this is this is one that I just read today, but let me know what you think. Walmart is going to start selling cars in select locations. It's kind of like a test run. They did a they did one at like one store in Florida recently. And now they're getting tested on some more stores in the south, down here south, somewhere, I don't know, Florida and where else, but they're going to be testing them. So foul or no foul to Walmart selling cars? Oh, uh, man. I'm going to say <laughs> that's such a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care what they do. So you don't I'll really say care. No foul. All right. But. But I mean, at the same time, I'm. I don't. I think I'd say foul to buying a car at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super weird. Like, <laughs> where'd you get that car at Walmart? I'll go get some tires, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe change the battery at Walmart. But the car that's itself. That's so crazy, though. So I haven't heard about this. So, what kind of buying power does Walmart have to where? it would be appealing for me to go buy that car The article, and I just briefly went over this article, but it mentioned something about they they were, I think they were like partnering up with like AutoNation and stuff like that. And it said that people who bought the cars at this one location, I want to say it was in Stewart, Florida or something. um, They said they saved money. They said they saved like three grand or something like that. And like they they got it all set up where you can pick your insurance, this, that, or whatever you need for the car. Um, And so somehow... Walmart is doing this in some kind of way where supposedly it's saving you money. Um, like they do everything. <laughs> that's their goal, I guess, is to save you money to get you to shop there. Um, so that's the idea behind it, and, you know, the plan for it. Um, it just seems weird, though. I don't know if I can get behind buying a car at Walmart. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely found so... that. Plus, I don't need any more fucking people at Walmart, man. Like, jeez. <laughs> you have people walking around fucking buying cars now, too? And those people will feel really special. Oh, yeah. So what cars are they selling? I don't know. I didn't do huh. enough research on this. <laughs> it's definitely not Lamborghinis, though. No. You won't buy a Ferrari at Walmart. I don't know what you'll buy, but you won't buy a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. I'm gonna, I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do a little more research on that, but I just seen it, read a little bit into it, and I was like, this is very strange. But, hey, shout out to the people who got Walmart cars right now, man. <laughs> shout out to you if you took that leap. If you took that leap. The next one, the next one for you is football again, and it's Johnny Manziel can still be a starting quarterback in the NFL, foul or no foul. And before you answer, the reason I asked this is because on Twitter he recently said, and I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but that he's basically been you know sober or has cleaned up his life. He's done it. He's done what he had to do. Um, obviously, that's you know an ongoing process. I'm sure a daily battle or whatever but he's saying that he's cleaned himself up to the point and that he doesn't want to waste what he's done of playing sports since he was four years old he doesn't want to waste and throw all that away you know to party or whatever he's been doing so this this is what he said and then just recently he told donald trump to ignore the people who criticized him on twitter and then deleted his account but that's besides the point he did say that he just wants a team to give him a shot he doesn't care if it's in a preseason game that he's playing he just wants to play football so again Foul or no foul on the fact of Johnny Menzel being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Foul. Not a believer, man. You're not a believer. I, <clears throat> Is it just because there's don't... so many jobs that you, there's only so many 
available that you maybe you think he'd be a backup or something or just not at all? I think that, uh, I think there's better talent out there. I think he's been given so many chances. Uh, I mean, you'd, you'd have to be in a sticky situation with, with your team to be like, you know what, let's go get Johnny Manziel as your starting quarterback. I mean, it's one thing if he gets a shot as a backup and then Bradford gets hurt and here comes Johnny, Johnny Manziel's starting. But yeah. I don't see anybody taking him on for that. Sorry, I'm, I, I can't believe we're talking about this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but, but yeah, I can't see anybody taking him on for that reason. Yeah. No, I definitely if it understand. happened like throughout a season and any starting games like that may happen, but even at that, I don't even think the guy's that talented. And then just, dude, if that guy gets another chance, get, and then some of the other guys that never did, I, that's too bad. Right, right. No, you mean you mean guys who have been like suspended and stuff, or do you just mean guys who just don't get a shot, even though they're good dudes and have some talent? More like the the guys that get suspended. Okay. The the Josh Gordons. The the that one guy the the. Yeah. <laughs> say like there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, there are some guys. I mean, you got Alden Smith, who hasn't been allowed back yet. Um, you got Martavis Bryant, who we got to yeah. see. You know, I might I may have traded for him in a league. And then all the guys walking on thin ice too. You know that. Justin Blackman. Yeah. Justin Blackman never came back. That guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. He's a good <laughs> football player, but a piece of shit. Right. I mean, like, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't know if Johnny Menzel could ever be a starting quarterback in the league, so I would say foul. I do think that if he... You, if, okay, let me ask you this, though. Do you think if Johnny Menzel would have came into the league with no, no issues, just as an athlete, do you think he had what it took to be Cleveland's starting quarterback, their franchise quarterback? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. Like, when you see guys like Brock Osweiler, it's hard for me to argue that Johnny shouldn't have that opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not only do we see Brock Osweiler, but we see him get stupid paid at the same time. So, And to me, when I see Brock Osweiler play, I don't really see talent at all. Um, again, I'm nobody. I don't have quarterback talent. I'm just saying, like on a on a grand scale with the elite guys, I don't see him being in that. You know, the, with those people, I don't see him starting. Um, but with that being said, I feel like if a Brock Osweiler is convinced the team to pay him that kind of money and to start and, and you know get that opportunity, I don't see why Johnny Manziel wouldn't. However, I don't think he will be a starting quarterback in the league. I do see. I mean, I you know, I obviously, and I'm sure you do hope the best for him. You know, hopefully he is cleaned up his life and hopefully he does get on track and hopefully someone does give him a chance. Uh, obviously we're sure. not like rooting against him, but you know, whether he can ever be a starter, I probably not. I mean, unless he's, you know, really matured that much and has become better that, that much better. Um, but to say that maybe he could be a backup somewhere and someone gets hurt and he gets an opportunity. I don't know, maybe, but I think I'm with you as far as him ever being a starter. Like, here's the job. You know, you're our guy. You know what I mean? I think they'd have to see him mature into that role. I don't think yeah. anybody's going to hand Johnny Menzel that that job unless they're in a really – if unless somebody gets hurt. Yeah. But I do think if they sat down with him and he is mature, I think they would give him a shot. 
I think somebody will. Sure. I mean, you know, just seems like a, a logical thing that somebody would give a guy with talent a shot, you know? The the dude deserves a job. If he's matured. Sure. That's the caveat. <laughs> Meanwhile, you bring Josh Gordon back, bring Martavis Bryant back, bring Alden Smith back, bring them all back. Don't bring Justin Blackman back. He doesn't seem like he wants to come back. No, but then, but that's the same with Josh Gordon. Like he, what happened with him anyway? Yeah, sure. He was like, "Hey, he, I'm not really ready he, for this." <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was all excited to start the guy, and I don't know how many leagues, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, what the hell just happened? Like, yeah, man, I, 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 I'm just like you. I had him in. I probably had him in more leagues than any other player I had. Yep. I just got him at a good price. I was like, fuck it. I feel good about him. He's elite talent. And he's going to ball out. And then he was just like, you know what? I'm not ready for this. Or whatever it was. <laughs> you know, it just seemed like a mental thing with him. Probably like, you know, I don't know if I could stop what I'm doing or if this is going to be a distraction from being a better me or whatever it was. So, again, rooting for the guy. Hope he comes back. But, obviously, that looks bleak right now. Um, but imagine if during this offseason, Josh Gordon's like, I'm coming back. Like it's official. I'm coming back. I'm 100. percent The league says we're okay. Can you do? Do you think the Josh Gordon hype will get crazy again, or do you think guys are gonna be like, "Nah, you're not playing me this time"? I think it's gonna be a, a little of both of that. Yeah. I think, I think, even guys like you and I who have supported him, I think we're gonna be extremely cautious now. Dude, I've, I was I've offering, given him so many chances. I was offering <laughs> so much in Dynasty Leagues for him, like thinking he was coming back, you know, but when, when, when that was the idea, I was like yeah. offering up big, big shit. And then when he didn't come back, I was like, oh, damn, I just dodged the bullet. Even with all the ownership of Josh Gordon I had, when I found out about that he was going back into rehab, I think the first person I thought of was uh, – what is it, Joja Dogs? Is that yeah, how you imagine yeah. it? Shout out to Joja Dogs. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I thought of him, I think, before any of my teams even, just kind of like, ha, ha, how many of my trades do you wish you took now? Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, he, he had like it, a... Just fun and games, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Of course. Good guy and everything, but... <laughs> and then after that, I think he wanted to sell him again, right? Yeah. And then yeah. now he probably rather would just keep him like, fuck it, I'm not going to get value for him. So I'm either yeah. just... You know, if I was him, I would keep him too, man. I I got him in leagues. I'm still keeping him in. Just to, hey, roll the dice. I'll have some other guy on my, on my team that doesn't do shitty anyway. So, might as well let this guy yeah. sit and maybe hopefully he pops. You know. No idea how to value that guy in dynasty right now. Me neither. <laughs> no clue. But maybe you'll be maybe you'll be valuing Johnny Manziel soon. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Crazier things have happened. The next foul or no foul. Changing your favorite sports team because your team changed cities or states, they relocated, and now you're changing to a new team. Foul or no foul? I'm going to say no foul. You're cool with it? I mean, so you're telling me that... I'm telling you the Detroit Lions go to fucking Florida Keys, the Florida Keys Lions. Are you, you are you a Lions them. fan? <laughs> and Matthew Stafford is bringing the Florida Keys Lions to the Super Bowl. I mean, am I getting anything in return here? You're not getting nothing in return. You're just a fan. You're just a diehard fan. 
Ah, uh, it's just the Lions. Yeah, but I'm saying it. I mean, if that <laughs> happened and you didn't follow them, who are you going to be a fan of? You're just going no, to pick a team? I'd, I'd probably still um, root with the Lions. Yeah, for you'll a have your bit. Florida Man, Keys Lion hat on. I don't know how long I could stick with it, though. That'd be weird. <laughs> well, I picked a weird location, but, you know, if they move somewhere normal. You know, they move somewhere, I don't know, think of a normal place for them to move. If they move somewhere normal, I mean, I, I, I'm totally against it. I'm, I'm, I'm foul all the way. The Raiders move. I don't care if they move to London. I'm a London Raider fan. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, I'm just diehard with my sports teams, my Orlando Magic, my New York Mets. Wherever they move, that's my team still. Do you know what the I mean? team that came to my head the quickest when you asked me this question was the Seattle Supersonics. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if many of them are Thunder fans. Shit, yeah, they're probably upset about the Thunder. And uh, and that that's what – and and for me, like, I'm a Lions fan. I want them to win. Like, that's my team. But if you ask me my team, like, I'm a Pistons fan. Like, that's my team. That's the one that, like – I'd be pissed if it left. I'd be like, what Would you the be hell? pissed you know, or like, would you follow him? Would you still be like, that's my team? That that would still be my team. Okay. But Here, the Lions, I mean, as much as we're a Lions fan and we all talk about it and I talk about Stafford and we want him to win, don't get me wrong, but we all kind of know it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so messed up, man. So messed up. Here, Here's an interesting one. My brother was a Charlotte Hornets fan. Then they moved to New Orleans, become the New Orleans Pelicans. He, he he moves with them as a fan of their team, and then Charlotte gets the Charlotte Hornets back. But yet he moved to New Orleans Pelicans as a fan because his team went to New Orleans. So what does he do? Does he now become a Charlotte Hornets fan again, or is he a New Orleans Pelicans fan? Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? That's a weird one, right? Yeah, that's super weird. Especially because they got think, the they changed the name. You still said fuck it. I'm loyal. My Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans. They're the Pelicans now. Fuck it. I'm a New Orleans Pelican fan. And then another team goes back to Charlotte and calls itself the Charlotte Hornets. Like, what do you do now? Did you stay loyal to the team that was always there and moved to New Orleans, or do you become a fan of the new Charlotte Hornets? <laughs> it's uh, weird stuff. I, man. I think you go with the Hornets and. But then you, you don't got Anthony Davis. Mama. You don't got Anthony Davis now. <laughs> That's true. Pelicans are. <laughs> Makes it a little more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lose Anthony Davis. Yeah, I don't I know, wish man. I, I'm going to try to get Anthony Davis right now. No, you're not. Stay away, man. <laughs> Stay away from him. Listen, man, I have one more foul or no foul that I just want to throw at you really quick. This is a fun one. I thought it was hilarious. i seen this article that said, that there were Skittles, you know, we like to talk about candy, man, and food and stuff like that. There was Skittles all over the road in some town. I forget the name of the town. You know me, man. I'm doing half the research here. And they were like, where'd these Skittles come from? And then they're like, these Skittles don't have S's on them. There's red Skittles everywhere. And come to find out, guy, these farmers who have cows feed the Skittles to their cows. Um, they, like, mix it in with whatever kind of other shit they're feeding them, I guess. Um and supposedly, like, if they don't have corn, it's, like, cheaper than corn and stuff like that to kind of, like, fill them up, I guess, and stuff. Um, 
I guess it's just like a sub- supplement in their diet for the shit that they want to put in there instead of corn or whatever. And they've done other things besides this, but it's actually like a common thing that cow farmers, whatever you call them, um, feed their cows Skittles. They let them taste the rainbow. So foul or no foul to cows eating Skittles, man, and tasting the rainbow just like me and you. Mm. I'm going to jump ahead of you. And I'm going to say foul because don't, don't we eat those fucking cows? Why am I eating cows that are eating Skittles, bro? I mean, I guess... And they're not even pink Skittles. They're fucking red. And pink everything in candy is best. We should get the good ones. No, 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 no. The pink are the good ones. They're getting the red. That's shit, man. They didn't even even give them all the colors. They were just getting red in this case. Who eats just one color Skittles? It's not even right. So if they were eating food that you wouldn't eat, you'd be okay with it? No, I wouldn't be okay with it. I just want them to eat fucking healthy. I want them to be healthier than me. I want the, the cow the funny thing to be is, healthier though, is than me. That, and, and I get what you're saying, and I'm not trying to say that that's a healthy diet, but they're, they're probably there's probably so much corn syrup and yeah. carbs in the, that for the cows. that they, I mean, half the crap we eat has so much corn syrup anyway. It, it's probably not that much different than all that corn. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not. <laughs> that, that sounds so ignorant, but... Listen, if if for nothing less, it's a foul because they're not getting all the colors, man. They're not tasting the rainbow. They're tasting the fucking red Skittle. And that's yeah, not, that's that's not even okay. That's not okay. As, as long as they're not getting any apple Skittles, I'm okay <laughs> with it. You apple Skittle <laughs> hater? Or <laughs> apple Skittle lover or whatever? Then you hate them, right? Oh. I just don't think I, I, I don't understand why the bag still says original. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's 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 my big beef with that. If you had to pick a Skittle, is it do you like the red bag, the purple bag, or the blue bag? I would, I'd go with purple, purple because is of the green deep. apple. Otherwise, I'd take the red bag if it sells lime in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff, man. Cows yeah, are living there's a up. couple really good mixes though. There's like the USA mix. That one's a really good mix. Cows are living the high life, man. Who who knew they were getting skittles? Who knew they were getting skittles? That that is crazy. It's nuts. I didn't believe it at first. When I first seen it, I thought like I was looking at like a joke article, like a site that makes up articles. I saw I'm like googling it like all separately. Like, is this real? And I, too many sites were popping up saying it. And I'm like, I guess this is real. Like, tell the kids what the cows eat. Yeah, because I always get you always get worried when you read chocolate milk just like you. <laughs> you always get worried when you read articles online now. Like, is this fake? Is this real? Like, you start searching it more to find a more legitimate site or something. So, I did a little bit of research, man, but not all of it. Walmart, Skittles, all kinds of stuff here that people can now take this information and go search deeper. I just give you the the, the top of it, man. People gotta dig deeper on their own. But, man, that's all I have. That's all the foul or no fouls I have. We've talked fantasy football. We've talked the Swagzilla polls, the census rankings, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, Tom Brady. We've talked it all, man. I feel like you did. I feel like we did pretty good here. Was this fun, yeah, man? Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. I had a lot of fun. Is you there, did a pretty good job yourself. I'm not bad. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> you know? I'm all right. The guests are the, are the mainstays. I'm all right. But um, is there any like anything you want to say, man? Any shout outs? Anything you want to tell people to check out? Anywhere for them to find you? Any last messages? Like anything at all? Oh no, man. 
Just not to put you on the spot or anything. I appreciate, I appreciate being on. Like, I mean, most people that are listening know where to find me on the Fantasy Life app, Swagzilla. At Swagzilla. Um, yep. With that weird little ninja so, guy. Is that what he is, a ninja? You know, I, he, I didn't know what he was. And then, uh, so he's a sniper. Oh. And there's some uh, game with that guy in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. and uh, But I just found him and then. It became I thought he's just a cool little guy, and now I can't change him. Like, right now, I feel like that's who I'm talking to. Right. Isn't that funny how I that works? I see that character on the other end of the phone. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I see, man. That's why I don't want to call uh, you anything but Swagzilla, man. I don't want to call you by your real name. What's the fun in that? It's funny when I'm talking about you, too. I'm like, Neil and Prophet. And like, <laughs> like... <laughs> don't know what to say. Yeah. The internet is a beautiful thing. But... Seriously, guys, you know where to find him on the Fantasy Life app at Swagzilla. Check out his polls. They're the only ones you should vote for if we're talking about players. And you can find him on. T- tell him at least where your chat is, man. Tell him where to find your chat. Uh, go Check out 2017 FL chat. There you Just go. talk a lot of fantasy football. It's slowed down a lot. Like We get off base now, it seems like. But real comfortable group. Just do a lot of fantasy football talking butt heads you know bounce ideas around exactly it's good stuff all those ideas we have we all don't know what we're talking about (laughs) so we have to find each other somewhere to have (laughs) help with our trades and shit exactly except the ones you send those are easy to reject those are the most legit trades ever i'm so tired (laughs) of this bullshit i don't even have to ask anybody about them i'm just like okay whatever you accepted enough (laughs) to know Trade from Team Clock Dodgers. Nah, you've okay. accepted enough of them that you know it's legit. <laughs> you just like to barter back and forth and work it up a little bit, but my trades are always legit, man. You, you're definitely not on the blacklist. <laughs> not on the blacklist. <laughs> but again, guys, check him out at Swagzilla. Check out his chat. Check out the Clock Dodgers chat. Go to clockdodgers.com. You can always check out clockdodgers.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. Everything is at Clock Dodgers. Again, thank you again for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. Hopefully, it's not your last time. Hopefully, you come on again. Anytime, man. All right, man. I appreciate it. And you have a good night. You too. Go Matthew Stafford. (laughs) There you go. Now you got it. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.